Welcome back to Real Phonies, where we take a love for movies and television and combine it with very little knowledge about movies and television. I'm your host, Christian. Join me, my co-host, Ian. Hey, what's up, guys? Joseph. Yellow. Yeah, and Jay here. Uh, back again to discuss uh, probably something we've shat on the most on this show yeah. unanimously, which is the CWDC universe and their five-part crossover event, Crisis on Infinite Earths, which surprisingly the DC films can't get right, but the TV shows on a shitty-ass hot person network, essentially, because right. everyone on that, cha- that channel is attractive, right. can do, but nothing else can. Um I'm really excited to hear what everybody else said. I saw this like a month ago. Like I, I, I've, I've been up to date. But Well, you know, I mean, all these shows that they do on the CW are all like teen dramas. Like oh, everything sure. they yeah. do is teen dramas. And like, like these shows, I think like they sort of like date back in like formula to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like, you know, that formula of you give somebody superpowers and you surround them with the Scooby gang and then the Scooby man gang sort of makes these ironic jokes of, uh, oh, man, this weird, like, super mm-hmm. movie comic book shit is happening in real life. Like, well, that's crazy, right? And then you, you know, do that for like eight seasons. Yep. And like, I, I can remember when Buffy was going, every geek on Earth was like, man, this is what comic book, like, live action should be like. Because... Movies had never really gotten the the episodic nature of comic books and the sort of soap opera-y nature of comic books. And this felt exactly like that. And so I guess some geek out there made a wish on a monkey's paw. <laughs> and we got it. And the first one we really got, even though it's not part of this universe until this, was was Smallville. Smallville. And they made around 400 episodes of Smallville. <laughs> and like 20 of them are good. I've tried watching Smallville mm-hmm. and it's so freaking hard. My, it's hard. I never watched a single minute and I, I'm okay with that. My, <laughs> my dear, dear friend Sam McLean loves Smallville and like he would try to get me to watch it and I would try to and it would just harm me how much I grow. Well, you know, what's funny is I never really had made the Buffy comparison, mm. but you're absolutely right. It feels so much like Buffy, but worse. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. And really all of these are not just the CW yeah. ones, but like the, the Marvel Netflix series really sort of followed that mm. uh, formula too. It was just like a darker version of it. You know, I mean, their foggy Nelson is 100% Xander. It's the same <laughs> fucking character. The, like, Smallville like sort of sits the stage for these so much because it does this kind of thing that these shows do where in the beginning it was a little embarrassed of it. So it would do the thing instead of introducing a thing you liked. It would introduce this, uh, you know, there'd be a lady that, you know, maybe there would be like a like a fucking tension with. And, you know, it's like, oh, wow, this lady had like Clark has a tension with her. Maybe uh Maybe, you know, it would be rewarding for me as a viewer if they got together. But then you find out, even though you thought up until this point her name's like Beth Cake Eater or something. No, she's actually like, she has another name like Angie Bean Farter or something. And you're like, oh, Angie Bean Farter is the flying buttress. That's Superman's arch enemy. But then, like, later, they would actually introduce the actual flying buttress. You know, just shit Mm -hmm. like that. And definitely Arrow does that, like, 20 times, I think. You know? So, these shows, like, for me, were never rewarding from just a watching them because they weren't very good. Or from a fan service standpoint, because it was all just so off the rails and just like, is this the thing I like or isn't it the thing I like? Can you even service me as a fan right? Do has anyone had any experience with these shows prior to watching? This? No, so we should probably go over which shows they are. Because yeah. it started with with Arrow. Arrow yep. was the original one yep. that spun off into the Flash, correct? Right. Which spun off into Legends of Tomorrow. Legends, Legends of, of Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Which spun off into Supergirl. Yeah, Supergirl, Supergirl was on a completely different network to begin with. And got, yeah, and, and then, then got over. brought back on. But it, but this is the order they came out year wise. Right. Correct. Yeah, and then got spun off most recently into is it Batwoman? Batwoman. Batwoman. Yeah. And also came uh, Black Light. Black and Black Light. Lightning. Yep. yep. Uh, right. I Which Black Lightning actually wasn't initially part. I did. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, I have watched. The first two and a half seasons of Flash. Mm. Um, I actually really kind of enjoyed that show when it first started, and then it was very samey. And uh, I, it's not even necessarily the monster of the week thing that bugged me. It was I was just very annoyed with 
you know, every villain is a speedster yeah. and basically <laughs> everything over and over again. A lot of speed force. Yeah, it got real <laughs> annoying. And their version of Flashpoint was the nail in the coffin for me. I, I couldn't go back after that. But I was so not not necessarily intrigued by this specific crossover because they do it every year. They do like a four or five part right. thing where they all interact for a story. But they've been building to this since the first episode of The Flash. That's true. Um, the very first episode of The Flash, you see a newspaper where it says the Flash goes missing in the crisis. It's like the cliffhanger to the first episode of the first season. Yep. And so here we are like six years later and finally getting some payoff to that. There's no way they thought this was going to go six years. I think they did, though. Yeah, like, I mean, I there's enough groundwork laid to say that at least the very, it was always in the back of their mind, and yeah, they yeah. kept like dropping it's it. Like in a JJ Abrams mystery box, I'm sure. throw yeah. them out there. Like <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> like when they started Arrow, they definitely didn't because Arrow didn't even know what it was. It was a shame to. It wouldn't even call the character Green Arrow. Yeah, he didn't have a mask. He wore like fucking grease paint and shit. He was like generic Batman. And it, basically, it was like it couldn't decide <laughs> I mean, it's whether still it wanted kind to be of a generic team, Batman. <laughs> where it wanted to be a team drama or if it wanted to be yeah. like fucking Batman's Begin, and it yeah. tried to do both. Both of those things and it like I aggressively disliked it I watched the first season of it tried to but I was the same as you I also tried the flash and I kind of liked that for a while and then I got fucking tired of it. yeah uh, this, uh, this experience I know we've spent a long time as a culture talking about like the golden age of television mm-hmm. uh, which supposedly now uh, I firmly believe we are in the silver age of television it's the age of pretty good television and, you know, we've the age of excellent television was just like The Wire and Breaking Bad, and we're past it. I'd agree uh, with that. But you know what? I feel like I've been shitting on the age of silver television because this show reminded me how much worse television was before that. I hate you guys for making me watch this. It was absolute <laughs> trash, and I hated every fucking second of it. <laughs> See, I wanted to get into what we thought it was going to be before we even got to that. It's too late. It's too late. One thing I, I really wanted to do about this episode, because I watched it because I was intrigued by essentially the premise of it. and um, But after I watched it, I knew that you would hate it, and my big motivator in us doing an episode was forcing you to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Which is always fun. Well done. Yeah. I going into it was not looking forward to watching it because specifically on these kind of shows, I think the worst part of them are usually the crossovers Mm -hmm. because like going to the Marvel ones, uh, I remember watching Defenders and with Defenders is all right. But there was just so much of the guy who does Daredevil's dry cleaning would meet the lady who does Iron <laughs> yeah, Fist taxes yeah, yeah, yeah. and they would talk to each other and they would realize even though they're not saving the world. If the dry cleaning isn't gotten and the taxes aren't done, then the world won't get saved. So in their own way, they're helping to save the world. And they're not so much so different. They're kind of alike. And it was literally that for eight hours and then like 15 minutes of kicking. And it drove me fucking nuts. Man, there literally was a line in this series, whatever it is, where uh, I think it's Iris... Is, is talking about, like, their value as people is just to remind the supers yeah. why they're doing stuff. When she's talking but, the doctor into yeah. it. <laughs> I will say, that shit I was worried about, there wasn't a lot in this, of that and this. This was mostly just, like... It just, was bonkers. It was bonkers yes. is a good word for it. Yeah. I, I, I had never watched any of these shows, so I was coming in completely fresh, but also with the expectations, which I knew what it was. Yeah. I wasn't expecting Oscar. <laughs> and, man, my it was... A lot of leather, a lot of leather, a lot of leather costumes mm-hmm. remind me of a '90s X-Men movie for sure. A lot of attractive people. It has a Dawson's Creek and mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of me- attractive me- people in these shows. Yeah, yeah, vibe. It's it's not good, but even the I had nerds fun are with super it. Attractive. I had fun with it. Yeah, you know, so I I'm with you. It's in that 45 to 55 percent as far as Transformers at 50. Like I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I I actually had fun. I got I watched it all today. So I put it off. I didn't, really, wow. I didn't want to watch it. I watched four and a half episodes. So I watched, I got I watched it all in one day too. Yeah, yeah. and I, I was having fun. I was like in the background like doing stuff and it was just playing. And it's one of those stupid shows where you don't need to pay all your attention to it. Oh, sure. <laughs> and you get it all. Well, I'm, so I guess just let, let, let's get into it. <laughs> well, like, I, that's that's a good point. How do we want to structure this? Do we really want to go through the plot of these five every episodes? Episode, every episode. Because it's goddamn <laughs> insanity. I don't really want to go through time. it, but there are things I want to hit. First oh. of all, those... those, uh, those opening sort of alternate earths you see yeah, fucking yeah. uh they start i i really glad that the first like piece of new footage you see is fucking arliss yeah like it's robert wool from batman he does not look great <laughs> no but, uh, no 
But, uh, but it was yeah. a fun night. Yeah, I no. like the, the cold openings are basically Earths getting destroyed. Sure. There, there's infinite number of Earths. So they, they like screen into one from Batman 69. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 66. Yeah, yeah. 66, that, sorry. That part was the saddest part for me. Yeah. Because I don't know a lot how much you guys know about Batman 66 and its behind the scene lore. But uh, Burt Warren had a huge dong. <laughs> there was like a staff Dude. of people. <laughs> That it was their job to make sure Robin's dong didn't get shot. <laughs> and to see that he's gotten so fat and he can't use that giant dong was really a bummer for me. I think it's important to say that this crossover is uh, loosely based upon a famous early 90s DC oh, late story. 80s, late 80s. 80s or, uh, DC storyline. And um, it adapts some things, but mostly is referencing... I feel like the point of this is just to reference every DC property we've we've had on everyone screen. they could have gotten yeah. everyone. I mean, definitely the concept it follows very closely, which yeah. is monitor, there are infinite Earths. There's a guy called the Monitor who's supposed to monitor the Earth. There's a guy called the Anti Monitor who's trying to destroy the Earth, and uh, and it follows that pretty closely. Yeah. Are the Paragons in, in the comic? That, that Paragon and what was the other Harbinger are both directly from the comic. Okay. Harbinger's outfit was totally different. Uh, Parag- not, Pariah. No, Pariah, I'm sorry, Pariah. Uh, Pariah's was goddamn dead on to the point of being embarrassing. Wow. I, w- I Actually, you know, speaking of your leather, <laughs> how did we feel about the costumes overall? I mean, it's a TV budget, man. Like, uh, yeah. it's uh, to me, uh, honestly, like, they're. I, I have no issue. I prefer all these fucking things to that CGI bullshit Ryan Reynolds I mean, You know what? I, I thought it was a real yeah. mixed bag. Like, the Flash costume looks pretty damn good, I think. I mean, every year they've changed it to try to, like, tweak it and Super get the Girls best look version. pretty good. I like Supergirls better before she. Got, got the pants. pants. I like the all, all the all the super people's costumes look pretty good. I, I hate Superman. Or, or the the short Superman. The Brandon, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Brandon Superman. Ruth one or the no the other guy. Okay. The short one. The Road to Perdition guy. Tyler. Yeah. Oh fuck! Is yeah. that where that guy? Yeah, yeah little Tyler, little uh, goddamn Road to Perdition kid. Well done. Yeah. Uh, you know, I he's even, on Teen Wolf too. I even kind of <laughs> liked the the monitor's whole like get yeah. up. I mean, he looked like the monitor. I they they really went for it. On yeah. That. yeah, but uh, yeah, some of them were just absolutely who, like. Who, like Who's dumpster diving garbage the, trash. The Adams costume. is the worst, in my opinion. I hate the Adams costume. Yeah, I, I'm surprised they've stuck with that. Yeah. Who's who is like the, the the Black Widow? That's why that's the only one I couldn't place. Oh, she okay. That's what I was talking about. Where at one point they introduced a chick who might be Black Canary, and then they killed her, and then they introduced the real Black Canary, and then they brought back the chick who might have been the Black Canary and made her White Canary. I think is how. <laughs> that is that is how it went down. Yeah, okay, yeah. that was that was the one I could not play. So they never said her name. Like, who is this girl? Yeah. Also, you know, I I I'll, full disclosure did not make it through all five episodes. But I read the synopsis. <laughs> well, uh, I, I got to say, if you really went, the first three are the most fun. Oh, that's good. I made it through three. Okay. Uh, the the arrow guy, despite the fact that I know he kicked off this universe, does not fit in this fucking universe. <laughs> At yeah. all, like I remember, everybody he's else in, old. in like their fun, like <laughs> joyful, ridiculous yeah. comic book costumes. He's coming up with his fucking hood on. Like, what are you doing here, man? I, it really well that goes <laughs> to what Jay he was talking about. When it started off, it doesn't fit to exist in this world. Right. Yeah. Um, the other part of that is that Spectre shit looked terrible. <laughs> I mean, so bad. I, I, yeah, I was. I'll just wait till later to get into the Spectre shit because that was probably the part of all this that annoyed me the most. But. You know, we, you talk about not knowing who the who the white canary is and shit like that. The thing I noticed most about the first episode, which was a Supergirl episode, yeah, there was so much exposition, and I still needed so much more exposition. Yeah, like yeah. I still needed See, so much more shit. Like why was Superman and his baby living on like some right, comet yeah, or right. something? Like I didn't know. That's why I, I was under operating at about a seventy percent understanding of right. what was going on. Thirty percent was going over my head, but I figured it's because I don't watch the shows, so I forgave that. Right. Yeah, I would yeah. say I actually feel like it's really only a problem in the first episode. Mm. After that, when you do the Flash or Arrow episodes, I didn't feel like I needed to know shit that right. happened. I was about before. to say the, the mechanics are kind of irrelevant. Uh, you know, just from the vibe of the room, you can tell whether the good guys or the bad guys are winning. That's pretty much all you need to know. Speaking of the yeah. Supergirl episode, the, yeah. I'm <laughs> really, I'm really curious to hear what people thought of John John Cryer's Lex Luthor. You know, I kind of dug it. I. The, 
John Cryer as Lex Luthor is probably my favorite part of all this. Going into this, I was really bummed that Michael Rosenbaugh wasn't come yeah. back, coming back because he was the only good part of Smallville. But I really like John Cryer there's, a lot. There's two to three people that are having fun in this. Mm. John Cryer is one of them. I don't know who the other guy is. Is he supposed to be Brainiac? He talks a lot. Martian Manhunter. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, in the first episode, oh, it's Brainiac. It's, 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 it's Brainiac, Brainiac 3. Yeah. Brainiac 5. Okay. five. Yep. He seems like he's having fun, and Brandon Ralph seems like he's having fun. <laughs> Brandon La- Ralph <laughs> is definitely like, man, I'm just, I'm glad, you know, I'm glad Superman Returns didn't ruin my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that was great, though, because they brought in uh, Infamous? What's the comic? Injustice. Injustice. I mean, yeah. that's what happened when they said he his Daily Planet was bombed, and you know all his people. You're right. Yeah. And he was again. like, "This is the second time I've been under my control." I mean, the Joker, like he did what he did in Injustice, which means the Joker poisons Superman and makes him think that they're trying to hurt his family, and, see, and he ends up killing his family himself. See, I that's don't a think good. Reference. I don't think. I think you might be wrong about what he was referencing there. He specifically said, this is the second time I had I went crazy and had to battle a version of myself. I think they were bringing Superman 3 I into fucking continuity. Well, I, think yeah. Superman Superman I hope that the next time they do one of these, they cast somebody as fucking, uh, as, as fucking Richard Pryor. Yeah. Yeah, I they know cast, th- who's the guy who plays Superman now? Henry, Henry Cavill. Cavill. Henry Cavill. <laughs> ha- bring him in as fucking, as fucking Robert Vaughn. He's already played Robert Vaughn once. That's Literally interesting. interesting. Somebody he did say someone played a practical joke when they bombed, and then they had a. Mm. Pre- I'm th- I because well, that's re- also Kingdom Come, though. Yeah, yeah. I've been- Which is why I think it was named Earth ninety six. Yeah, but it was cool regardless. Yeah. That's that's the tone I got out of it. Um, um, I I really Brandon Ralph was probably the standout for yeah. me in this. Like I I really enjoyed him coming back as Superman. You know, it's such a weird thing full of so many freaking references. Like, you probably caught a lot of them. I feel like I caught maybe 60%. Right. Yeah, that's um, that's where I was at. There was just, it just was throwing shit on the wall and seeing what would stick, uh, which was fun in my opinion. But what well, you I w- guys talk about, you know, Brandon Lorouth or John Cryer was probably the best. Who do you think was the worst? Because. I, I would say that acting is still a skill that eludes Ruby Rose. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, honestly, she's she's with such such bad company that mm. she's really not the worst. Oh no, she I got think a minor. she's the worst. She's Who, the worst. Yeah. Who's worse? Yeah, she's bad. And that wig I, she I, has looks fucking. I don't. Awful. Rem- I just think I don't remember any of these fucking people. They're all terrible. There's that dude who's in the Flash, who's in the wheelchair at some point in the Flash, and is not in a wheelchair oh, the anymore. The guy from Scrubs and yeah. Fuck that guy. He's a terrible actor. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about Ed? No, sure. no. I don't no, know. Who are we talking about? Like he uh, played Earbarthon in the first season. Oh, and yeah. Then he's been... Yeah, he was on Wells, that TV show. Wells. Yeah, he was on that TV show, Ed. He yeah. had a TV show in the well, 90s. What do you Ed. guys think of Kevin Conroy Batman? That's what I was interested in. I was really disappointed with it. I, it I did not think it was good at all. I think... You know, man, it's hard for me to really judge it with Rui Rose there just sucking the fucking <laughs> yeah. life out of it. It was, it was just, it was I, a fan service moment. I enjoyed, I enjoyed hearing his voice coming like down the stairs or yeah, down the hallway. I was about or to say when you hear his voice before you see him, it's like, oh, this shit is on. Yeah, and then it wasn't on. It wasn't. Yeah, that, really that suit on. looked bad. I don't know. And you're right, Ruby Rose is the worst oh, regular member also, of the whole team. I really don't think Stephen Amell, or however you say his name, is very good. I, no, he's, no, he's, 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 he's oh, my least oh, favorite. Oh, yeah, no, he is the worst. He, <laughs> that dude is a fucking charisma vacuum. Did, yeah. Didn't he do wrestling for a while? He did. Yeah. He should have stuck with that. Because yeah. of the three times he dies in this show, the one time that it's just physical, it's just him jumping into the void, I like... I felt that. I was like, oh, man, the arrow's going to die. And then he was like, oh, no, I didn't really die. Now I'm going to tell you about me dying. And that was fucking awful. Yeah, having yeah. watched none of this fucking show, I could not believe that there had been a show that had gone on for how, like eight or ten seasons right. with that dude as the fucking lead. See, but yeah. the thing with him, it seems like he dies in the first episode, and from there on, he's not really him. He's like Spectre. No, but that's how he is. Okay. <laughs> that, him as the Spectre is no different than him as Green Arrow. Oh, I thought his voice was different. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I, I was, I was going to try to structure this, but fuck it. The fuck Spectre it. thing was the most like, what the fuck is even going on here? Because this, just this guy with a beard shows up and goes, I'm Jim Corrigan, also known as the Spectre. So I, and, and then a different guy says, you're not the Jim Corrigan I know. What the fuck is going on here? I thought that was the dude who was supposed to play it in Constantine, <laughs> but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it is. I don't know. Because the, the live action Constantine show had Jim Corrigan oh. in it. And then it got kinks after one season, but I feel like it was supposed to become the Spectre in that show, oh. and so they brought that guy back. So again, it's one of those things where fan service kind of dictated what the plot was going to do. Right. 
Well, speaking of Constantine, his tie is too askew. <laughs> it's it was like never even intended to below go below his the nipples. Show. Right. <laughs> I, I, if you're just putting on a tie to not tie at all, don't bother with the tie. Yeah. Also, they bring it. So they brought back uh, Matt Ryan uh, Constantine, which was yeah. like, well, he's we, been on Legends of Tomorrow yeah. pretty consistently. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know that. Which um, I think of all this, that's the most surprising thing to me that Legends of Tomorrow is still a show. Yeah. I thought that lasted like one season. That's fair. They got, uh, was that the Lucifer from the Fox Lucifer show? Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, you had uh, the kids from the Teen Titans live action show. Oh, yeah. They showed up to yeah. die. Yeah. You know, and so did the Birds of Prey from yeah. the Birds of Prey Fucking, pilots. Yep. Yeah. 15 years ago. Right. Or something like yeah, that. that no, that was never even released is only known from people watching. The on weird Amazon. one to me to not include is if you're going to include the bird, why not do the Wonder Woman one you fucking filmed? Mm. That, that was one of the things I was going to say. Wonder Woman and Aquaman. There were not, there was not a whiff of in this. And I guess that's because in this bizarro world of how much the DC films have fucked everything up. Wonder Woman and Aquaman are the only characters with that's too big a clout true. to be on fucking yeah. TV. Yeah. Cause you know, there was an Aquaman on Smallville that I was like, oh, shit, they could just pick that guy up for their league. But they didn't, you know, because yeah. I think he's too big of a deal for it. No Dean, Dean Clark, Terry Hatcher. Oh, no, Dean Kane. Kane. Fuck Dean, Dean Kane. Kane. <laughs> <laughs> the Adventures of Lewis and Clark. Yeah. Um, yeah, I then, But then on the other side of that, I think this was for a different reason. Not one whiff of Gotham. No, yeah, you're right. I, you know, I didn't even think about you it. Know, well, Fox owns Nobody that. does. <laughs> oh, Fox true. probably Fox does does. Yeah, that's probably yeah. why. But I mean, yeah, I guess all I mean, these other Disney shows ones? that were in there are, at the very least, cooperating with, yeah, you know, or canceled. Yeah, or canceled. But uh, I don't know. Do we tell the plot? The plot is basically there's a red wave of crap killing Earth. It's irrelevant, and they got to get this team together. Basically, is where we're the, at. The bad guys there's trying to destroy all the universes. They have to come up with an elaborate thing to not have all the universes destroyed. And then at the end, they, the universes don't get destroyed. Or they but, do, or who gives a fuck? Good I mean, guys if, you're, if you're making fun of that stru- structure, you literally hate every, like, I, event I, movie I ever. I don't, but I don't think, I don't think this, the plot matters to this story. The story is just a vehicle to make all the people meet each other. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I do think that in that regard... They fixed a big problem with these shows is that these shows didn't exist in the same quote unquote universe, right. which is a fucking mistake from the beginning. Mm-hmm. They kind of did, though, but they left a lot of them in other universes now. We're the- already to the end of this thing, so I guess it's not going <laughs> to. Uh, oh, well, if we're going to jump around, is it Tom Welling, the guy who's the Smallville Superman? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's a big boy. He he's, really- he's very buff. Uh, you know what was a bummer about that? And that should have been your favorite part, Nips. Because it's the world where the bad guys won. Yeah. <laughs> He's not Superman anymore, and Lex Luthor is the fucking president. You watched 10 fucking seasons of Smallville, and that guy lost. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That, that being said, I liked that part better than probably I'd liked almost anything I'd ever watched of Smallville. So. Yeah, I didn't. And the funny thing is, I didn't need to watch any of Smallville right. to appreciate that part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it's. It was strange to me the importance of Superman in this because he was just a guest star a couple of times right. on Supergirl, but you brought back Brandon. And I get it because Brandon Ralph's already in the show and you could get Tom Welling. And Smallville was like CW's like first For sure, big yeah. show. Yeah. But it was strange to me that you have all these characters that we've spent years cultivating and building and be like, oh, fuck those guys. We're just going to do a shit ton of Superman for five episodes. Well, and... I would say probably my favorite like plot point in the thing was when you got the whole team together because you know Ian was trying to explain this earlier, but there's seven paragons you have yeah. to put together, and they're supposed to be able to talk the mo- top the monitor. And you think, hey, we've got the team together, everything's going to be cool, and then Lex Luthor kills Brandon Ralph. Yep, like you know, and he takes his place. I thought that was pretty good. And again, fucking John Cryer has a fucking blast with that scene. Yeah. He it, definitely is having a ton of fun in that. This show's going off the rails like. There's a book that just lets people write whatever they want. Like, imagine following this show on a weekly basis. I tell you, you what, know, like any of these shows, like they're completely nuts. What's interesting about that book, The Book of Destiny, yeah. that Netflix Sandman show that's coming up, Book of Destiny plays a big part in Sandman lore. So <laughs> I doubt they're going to sit it in the same universe <laughs> as this stuff, but that item is definitely the same item. Hmm. You know, it's 
What did you think? I'm curious to hear. You guys didn't get to this point. What did you think of the Hall of Justice? I was, I was. First of all, I love the old Super Friends theme. Yeah. I think that should be reused more. It's very dramatic. I thought it was cool when they. I definitely was not expecting that when they uh, when they panned out. I want to see who ends up getting Gleek. Yeah. You know? I immediately thought that I. That's a fair point. Who gets? <laughs> I just thought, oh shit, they're going to do the Wonder Twins. Right, yeah. <laughs> Which seemed like they would make a ton of sense in this crazy bonkers universe. Well, and you know, like Wonder Twins uh, has been sort of pushed as like a young adult thing in uh, in DC Comics lately. So I could see that maybe being their like test run for this. Yeah. It's, I, I think I texted the word bonkers to y'all when I was talking about it. It's the perfect word to describe mm. it. It's pure chaos. You know, I, I, kind of agree with your assessment i'm putting it right on the near the line on transformers yeah. like it's very similar to me it's just fun crazy shit happening on a screen i don't really have to care about what the words people say here here's where i came off with it and i have been probably more than any of you guys on brand is hating this shit but this was kind of a rosetta stone for me i don't know if i have a desire to go and start watching it now but i can totally see why people like it now yeah, like it, uh, it is fun. You know, I don't enjoy it now, but if I was 11, I would think this shit is fucking dope. You know, uh, it's for young adults. It's teen drama, and I think they do a, a good job of it, you know. Uh, and I may try watching some of it. I don't know. Yeah, I had a lot of fun watching. No. I you, did, you don't need to do that. I, I don't, I don't <laughs> intend on going back to watch it. I would say I think you probably could start now. It seems like everything's rebooted and right, reset. Exactly. So yeah. you wouldn't need to go back, which in a lot of ways is like fucking DC Comics every three or four years. And so, you know, it's just, I, I, it's hard for me to say it's bad because I sat there and watched it and had a good time. I wasn't motivated to, to go back and watch more, but there's worse shit on television. Yeah. I, I tell you what, if they were doing a Brandon Routh Superman show instead of this short guy Superman show, I would totally watch I'd that watch shit because that. that was the best part of That's it. That's fair. I got to bring some some sanity back to the podcast. It's close, but I'm going worse than Transformers. I know. I, it, that's, that's a correct <laughs> it's call. It's like a 45%. It looks cheap. It's, it's on TV. <laughs> I mean, look, well, if, but, okay. if it had a movie budget, it was the same thing, it'd be better. The okay, thing that's bringing it right below the line for me is just it's a little too cheap. For I, me. Think there's a, I, think there, I think there's peaks and valleys. When the Supermans fight, it doesn't look any worse than the Zack Snyder Superman. See, I feel fight. like that's stolen from the Zack Snyder movie. It was like a still that they just like yeah, insert. Uh, <laughs> uh, on the other hand, where the final battle for the universe takes place in a parking lot, that was pretty fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Can, can arrows hurt ghosts? Apparently, in, they the, can. Be, in the beginning well, when he died, Oliver, yeah. and I'm like, why is he staying extra minutes with to shoot arrows at ghosts? But well, he I was mean, into it, dude. He was doing flips. Why did Supergirl need need anybody's help to pull a fucking uh, that? That's the part I feel like we've grazed over the most. At one point, a giant blue Furby is the villain of this show. Apparently that's a running gag in Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, really? I haven't watched it. In the latest episode, I know they did a Bebo, mm. and they did a trailer for a Detective Bebo movie, a ripoff of Detective... And Ryan Reynolds was cast as Detective Bebo. Oh, really? it's, it's funny. Like, um, I, I, I didn't get that gag because I don't watch those shows. Right. But it's, it's one of those things where I, I understand that special effects-wise and whatever, this doesn't make sense. But if this show came out in, like, 1995, sure, that's mm. fine. I'd probably watch it. But, like, there's just so much other good shit to watch these days. Like, watching this is wasting my fucking time. So, I, I if, don't... If, 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 like, I spent my time, like, running out the clock till I died, sure, I'll watch this. But there's, like, good things that I can enjoy instead. I mean, to be fair, though, you also say that Mindhunters is too long. So, I mean, you're... Yeah, you're... I've got so much other shit, I'm getting to it. What? Um, I, my legitimate question to both of you, what's better on TV than on those first... Five or six channels. Not cable, not on fucking uh, Netflix. The one thing I would say is they fucking advertise shit about that animated Deathstroke show. Well, that's brand new. And that's on the... That, that's on the... That kind of people. No, <laughs> yeah. no, not a lot. That's what I'm saying. The whole Those whole channels are worse than Transformers. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't, I'm, not <laughs> saying, I'm definitely not going to go back and watch it. But like, I put it in the same fucking group that... I'm not fucking watch, going back and watching episodes of Roseanne either. Like, like that... Uh, the, Roseanne's funny. We're spoiled by HBO fucking and Netflix and Amazon Prime. Um, I think for what they had to accomplish, 
They probably meet yeah. the mark. Dude, they accomplish better with their budget than what the DC movies have with unlimited budget. Yeah, I'd probably rather watch that than watch almost any DC movie we've had to this point. I don't I don't agree oh. with that. Justice League is a fun movie <laughs> but, to me. Here's but, a comparison. Which do you think are better, these or the Marvel TV shows that we had on Netflix? I think these are better. I think oh, these are fun. better, too. Well, these might that, be more fun. That I think... We, I've watched the first season of Daredevil's better than this, but we, I've seen more I, of it, so it got worse. It's kind of like, a, you know what I mean? Jessica Jones is probably better. The first I think the three Jones. seasons of Daredevil and the one season of the Jessica first season Jones. of Jessica yeah, Jones, yeah. if you're just judging by that, maybe it's better. Punisher, too. But doing the whole thing, this is better. This is more fun. This, yeah, is, I would, this is more what I want from... I would rather watch the five episodes of this than another minute of Defenders. I yeah. would rather watch the five episodes this is, of this than yeah. BVS ever again. Yeah, well, that... I mean, yeah. <laughs> this is better than Defenders. Yeah. But it's um, worse than Transformers. So I realize in this part, I'm only talking to you because I don't think you two guys finished it. How do you feel about how the Earth landed? Like, what ended up on what Earth? Because um, obviously it was done by network. Yeah, no. Although not sure. really, because for some reason, Titans and Doom Patrol are on a different network, even though they've crossed over. Yeah, I mean, on a different network. That was Earth. interesting to yeah. me, because they crossed, and isn't Doom Patrol, aren't they in the first season of Titans? They, they, Titans is, Doom Patrol is a spinoff of Titans. So it was weird to me that they yeah. brokered that off. It yeah. said to me, maybe one of those is getting going canceled. to HBO Max. Right. Or getting canceled. Or getting canceled. Yeah. But, um... I mean, I was. It made sense. You know. I just wish they would. I know it's a different network and everything, but I wish the Green Lantern would have been in this. Yeah, especially because you're not going to do anything with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you're, you, there was no reason to not include it. I don't feel like, unless you make John Diggle Green Lantern. This, you know, he would make a good Green Lantern. He yeah. has the right shaped head. Yeah. Um, this is something we didn't mention, which was probably the biggest fan servicey thing in the whole thing, that the Justice League movie Ez, Flash yep. showed up. Ezra Miller. I, I want to say, my talking about the Earth thing and that, mm. I love that they made the fucking CW shows Earth Prime <laughs> yeah, totally. and the fucking DC movies or some other fucking random <laughs> right. number. Great. That's great. Yeah, That's I fun. like that. So I don't understand because at that point they were on the last Earth. So was Ezra Miller like in the Speed Force? They were both. They, they were, were both all in the, in the Speed okay, Force. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, also speaking of costumes, that was it. Other Barry Allen that was the old Barry Allen. Was he another Allen? Okay, the one that's the original of, Flash. That's TV the original show. Flash Barry Allen. Oh, yeah. okay. That I, costume was fucking terrible. Well, it's from I, like 1992. It was yeah. fucking suede. That's Dawson's dad from Dawson's Creek. Occasionally, <laughs> I just like to catch you guys up on where I am on watching old soap operas on on. Uh, on YouTube, and right now I'm in 1981 on Guiding Light, and they're really trying to make this super couple of Kelly and Morgan happen, and they're just so fucking boring. Like Nola's supposed to be the villain in it, and Nolan's so Nola's so much more cooler than either of these two assholes. John Wesley Ship played Kelly, so I hadn't even oh. remembered that he was in all these. But as soon as he show up, I was like. Fuck, I hope Kelly Nelson dies. And he did, and I was really happy. Yeah. That might have been what won the whole thing over for me. <laughs> yeah, John Wesley Ship played The Flash on a TV show. I mean, real fucking early 90s. Re- yeah. And uh, then played Barry's dad on the new version mm. of the show, and has played... And played Jay Garrick Played Flash, Jay Garrick, yeah. And also played this Flash. Yeah, he's... You know, he's been around out. in the, the Flash <laughs> lore for a while. I do think it's fun they went back to the original sh- suit from the show, but and later they showed a they showed a scene from it, and the scene yeah. was nice. It yeah. makes me think that that show might be worth revisiting, but it's not. I feel like they just stretched that Speed Force power out a lot. Mm. He like reached into him mm. and stole his Speed Force. Uh, Look, just make the Flash fast. You don't if you can't do original stuff with that, don't start reaching them into people. I don't even know exactly what you're saying, but okay. <laughs> like, he <laughs> slowed down Barry Allen. He sucked his speed force out, and I didn't even think that was, like, a flash power. Oh, no, that's a thing that, uh, oh, a fl- that yeah. that's, a, that's a thing they can do. They can that's, steal speed This force. is why I stopped watching The Flash, because every speed force person has the same shit, and they just do it back and forth yeah. to each other, and if you've seen it once, you've seen it a thousand times. Hmm. So that's, uh, <laughs> that's the uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. I, or whatever this was. A few episodes ago, I forget, what was it that Regina said that, oh, I really like that one because you guys never went off the rails on it. Watchmen. Boy, Regina's not going to enjoy this one because there's <laughs> no structure. To be fair. We just yelled for 20 minutes. <laughs> that's how the show is. That's, yeah. that, that is the show. I so mean, this it is, is a really fair, <laughs> that's a good point. It's a good accuracy. Well, I don't think we know this show. stuff as well either. 
so no, it's, we it's harder just, to structure it. Yeah, we are just judging off the shit we saw because we have no background yeah, whatsoever. No point and of reference. Honestly, that's probably the part I enjoyed. I very rarely am willing to experience something new, especially when I have preconceived notions that right. it's shit, and not give myself like a helping hand. Like I've watched, you know... It, for example, when El Camino came out, I had all intent in going back and watching Breaking Bad because I couldn't remember all the shit. And so I watched El Camino and some things I was like, oh, I remember that and I kind of don't. And I would look it up and help myself. I didn't do that at all with this show. I just said, I'm fucking going in blind and we'll see what happens. <laughs> and you know what? There were worse ways to spend five hours. I, I honestly think that's what made it the most fun to me is because I didn't have a clue what was going on. And it was just like, yeah, it was just, it, it was... It was looking into someone else's thing and deciding whether or not that thing was worthwhile. And I think it was worthwhile, even though I probably won't do it again. Yeah. No, that that, that part was interesting. Yeah. Crisis on Infinite Earths. We get it, Joseph. You don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> and yours opinion is the only one that matters here. <laughs> well, we're split officially on it, too, too. But it's close. It's it's not the worst thing. I had fun with it. So what have yeah. you been watching, guys? I want to go last. Okay, I can I'll go. go uh, okay, you want me to go first? Yeah, I haven't watched much. I I did go to Universal. You've been living life, man. Yeah, so I, I figured you know Hertz done like records and comic books. I can do rides, so I went on Haggard's motorbike, the new roller coaster in Universal, and that's like a legit roller coaster. Like uh, it's two person and like eight people back, and you're like on Haggard's cart, and then when someone's in a side cart, that thing's dope. Uh, you do like a lot of really low and side to side and it's super fast and then you hit a point and you go backwards and do the whole thing but like the track switches so you're going like a different way and if you're in a roller coaster i definitely do that one the line just you know hit it early and then we did the other two harry potter ones gringot bank which is like a roller coaster that's like less mild so like if you're not crazy into attractions you know, you don't like fast stuff. It's more like VR, kind of hmm. like you and like that's in a real popular at Universal. Yeah, with like a lot of like movie screens, and it makes you feel like you're falling, but you're not going crazy. Well, and the this the Gringotts Bank scene in the last Harry Potter was like when you're watching, it's like oh, they want this to be a ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it and it's super cool. Like you feel like you're there. And then the third one is a I forget the name of it, but it's like a tour of Hogwarts, and it's like a hanging roller coaster, but. It's probably the most mild of the three, mm. and it's like kind of. It still makes you feel like you're playing Quidditch and like getting chased by a dragon. Um, so that's super cool. That sounds fun. We did fast. That ride is super cool. Yeah, th- th- those three are all better than Transformers. We did the Transformers ride, which at first I said was a little better than Transformers, but it's it's much better. I, I read a few more, like wrote a few more at Universal after that that are worse. That's like a straight VR roller coaster that like anyone can do because you're not really moving, but it makes you feel like you're moving. Mm. My favorite part of that ride is as a person who's grown up loving Transformers, there's a part where like you see Optimus and like his full height and he like bends over and talks to you and shit. And it felt real. You know, it's the closest thing I'm ever going to experience to being yeah, yeah, yeah. right in front of Optimus Prime. Yeah, you're basically trying to get away from uh, Megatron and, you know, the, the, the Decepticons and it's, it's cool. And then we did the. Spider-Man, which is like a comic book take on it, and that's the same thing as Transformers, but like I think it's a little older. Yeah, that yeah. one was like worse than Tremors, but just by a bit. You know what I mean? Compared to everything else that I've been doing. Did you say I, worse than Tremors? Worse than Transformers. That is what he said. <laughs> See, I think I mean that that one's just because it's old. Wait, is that yeah, yeah. That's just it's, real old. No, no, no. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a cool ass ride. I just feel like with what they've done since, it's kind of like the comparison. I'm pretty sure that ride opened with Islands of Adventure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the the worst one though I thought was the Fast and Furious Supercharged because that's wow, like a that newer like brand ride. new yeah. yeah yeah and that one is weak like the Spider Man the Transformers are both better so that one was you're in a bus and like I don't know Vin Diesel's jumping on a helicopter it's just it's it's not good um, don't they have a Tonight Show ride like yep we did that and that one's actually better than Fast and Furious like yeah. it's pretty fun you like kind of just race through New York and then Susie's favorite was the Men in Black which is kind of like interactive it's a lot of like real props. Kind of like mm. that one's an older one too, but it holds up well. So is, is the Men in Black one the shooty one? Yeah, yeah, so that one's kind of fun. Play, yeah, yeah, that one's and you're you're racing against you're, you're competing against two other people and you kind of have scores and um yeah I think if you've done the Buzz Lightyear ride at yeah. Hollywood Studios it's a lot like that. So um but the controls are better. Yeah, Fuck and the Buzz Lightyear um, ride. I destroyed her in points <laughs> like 180. You want to put that on record? Yeah. <laughs> I was the winner. So yeah, other than that, I I just watched. Bad Boys 1 and Bad Boys 2. I didn't realize Bad Boys 1, Martin Lawrence was the star. That movie is very 90s, but it holds up. It's fucking... 
he's so funny. I love Martin Lawrence coming off those two movies. And then Bad Boys 2 is like really long. <laughs> I forgot how like it's just action piece to action piece to action piece. It's like well over two hours. It's like two and a half hours. Yeah. And then they go to Cuba and I'm like, it's it's fun. But man, that's like the most Michael Bay excessive movie because it just—he's like seen Six Underground. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. That's the most Michael. He's Bay. like, I just want to blow shit up. And yeah, he sure did. But yeah, Martin Lawrence is great. Um, I'm gonna watch the new one eventually. So I like cool. it. Um, it. I am I'm current on Shit's Creek, which is currently its uh, sixth and final season. It's still good. Yeah, still the same old stuff. Uh, I am I am. Almost done with my BoJack rewatch in anticipation of the new season, which comes out this Friday. Oh, wow. I'm, you got to power through. I'm into season five. It's great and depressing shit. I highly... Re- you know, I used to say it's not for everybody. Fuck you guys. Everybody should watch it. It's fantastic. It's really well done. How many seasons? Are you in the last season? Uh, it, it Five seasons. Well, five five and a half seasons are out. And okay. then the, the last half of the six seasons coming out. Uh, but the main thing that I watched this past week... Uh, that I was del- surprised and delighted by was a uh, Jojo Rabbit. I went to oh, go yeah. see that finally. I can't remember. Uh, you haven't seen it, but you, you two have seen yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like you guys undersold it. Maybe it was just it hit me at the right moment and just you know. Uh, it, I said nothing but good things. Yeah, about that's it. all I said too. It I was said like, it was one of my favorite movies of the year. I think it was my favorite movie of the year. It was just so it was it was charming and sweet and sad and just like yeah, lovely yeah. the I, boy the boy was great and hilarious i mean yeah. uh all i mean taika watiti's great as hitler but i mean like everybody's killing it all wasn't scarjo great scarjo that one scene where she Scar plays jo the dad scarjo and sam rockwell are so fucking charismatic yeah. it's yeah. ridiculous i loved this movie. i thought all three kids were great in it yes too. the kid that, with the glasses yeah the yorkie kid yeah he's yeah. so funny yes yeah, it's a great movie yeah. I, I, no, I that's will, all we said i will say <laughs> I, I will say the the kid who's the main kid is like doing a german accent because he's in germany everybody else is doing it. the kid who plays yorkie the other, the other friend just english yeah yeah <laughs> i think fun. that i think the main kid might actually be german i don't think he is really yeah it's a pretty good German accent. It's a pretty good German for, accent, yeah. yeah, for sure. I'm not but, sure. But uh, yeah, that's way better than Transformers. I don't know, you know, again, for Oscar purposes, I think there are probably movies that have done maybe more original things, but it's probably like the movie that I would most come back to. Yeah. Yeah. It's just light. Yeah. I definitely for an Oscar, But it's good. That scene, I don't want to spoilers, but with him finding his mother. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Gut wrenching. Scarjo's great in that movie. Yeah, she's yeah. so good. So, uh,. I had made a decision going into this week to try to tighten up the pod. I was only going to watch one thing and then be prepared to watch that and talk about that one thing. But then I found out when I got here, I can't talk about that thing. Sorry, buddy. Because Christian Jones has not watched it. Yeah. But uh, I watched Picard and I fucking really liked it. There's a lot of like reviews out there that are very like, oh, I don't want to commit to this too much. But I'm committing. I thought it was super fun. I really like that Trek is going forward. We haven't really moved forward since 2004. It's all been stuff where we go back to the past, but mm-hmm. this is going forward. And, you know, I, I've i been wanting Trek to go forward because the world is so different now than it was in 1987, which was the last time it upgraded, you know, and uh, and this definitely goes forward. It's about shit right now, and uh, I liked it a lot. The only complaint I have on it, there's one scene on it that's like a fight that's on a rooftop that literally just like a, looks like a rooftop to a fucking building here in town. Like, like something that you and your fucking friends would, hey, let's make a home movie of us fighting on the top of this roof. Like, it looks like that. But besides that, uh, way better than Transformers. Is it all released at once? No, they're doing it per week. Okay, so just one out so far? One out. But okay. yeah, it was really good. Uh, you know, again, I won't spoil anything, but where Picard is and why he is there was not what I was expecting. Uh who the girl is was not what I was expecting. Um, and I really liked it a lot. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's that's about it. Uh, also, you know, I guess uh, I found out there's an entire network on Pluto that just plays Tosh.0, like <laughs> 24 hours a day. And, you know, I need a show that I can watch over and over, but I can't stream it. It's got to be something that happens to me. And you guys know Raymond was doing bad things for me. Yeah. Raymond was not helping not my sure depression. Daniel Tosh. Raymond was piling on my depression. But I'm exactly the kind of douchebag that loves Daniel Tosh, <laughs> so it's been really fun. So that's about it. That's all I got. It's a good transition because uh, before 
pre-November, mm-hmm. I had started rewatching Next Generation. Right. And I had stopped because I had 11 Star Wars movies that I... And not only had I committed to rewatching all of those, I had committed to rewatching all the television as well. Right. So since November, I've watched 11 Star Wars films, eight, eight seasons of television, and I've read one Star Wars novel and played a Star Wars video game. Um, so I got back on Next Generation oh, right this on. week. Uh, I'm in the third season. I, 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 me and my wife watch like two or three episodes at night, so it takes us about a week to get through a season. Um, but hopefully by the time I'm caught up, Picard will all be out, right. and I can just pay for one month of CBS All Access and power through. I don't want it's, you to feel like you can't talk about uh, it. Well, I mean, I won't spoil yeah. anything anyway, because I definitely don't want to spoil this for you. Uh, is third season where yesterday's Enterprise is? Yes. That's the best fucking episode. Yeah. I also kind of got spoiled that... Uh, What's his fucking name? The guy who wants to tear Data apart. Doesn't he come back? He he is mentioned heavily in oh, this, but we don't see him Okay, yet. But you, I get the feeling he's going to be part like, of the Like, man, I watched that episode, and like, the next day, so <laughs> right. I saw, like, that right. fucking article online. Right. Um, so I started really starting The Next Generation. It's awesome. Uh, I started a new show on Netflix called The Goop Lab, which mm. is Gwyneth Paltrow's yeah, company. Gwyneth Paltrow show. Uh, and um, so... Uh, backstory a little bit about me you guys all know i i've like battled anxiety and depression and ptsd for like a long time i've been in and out of therapy and uh one thing i've always refused to do is take mood altering medication mm-hmm. i'm not saying it's wrong i'm not telling right. saying it's just something for me i've never chosen to do and so one of the ways i've really like dealt with mine is like breathing techniques and shit like that like i'm not really a big believer in like eastern medicine i'm pretty skeptical on that stuff but um, I do believe like learning to control your breath and focus on your breathing can like be very empowering. And so I was intrigued by this show because of some of the alternative things they do to talk about this stuff. Like, for example, doing psilocybin or MDMA and controlled environments and um, power breathing, cold exposure, stuff like that. Um, you know, it's interesting to at least watch these people. I don't have an opinion on how accurate it is. They are obviously portraying it as it's very helpful and works um but at least i find it very interesting to watch people go through these therapy treatments because that's what it's about it's her team and basically people for example they go do uh like a mushroom like a mitigated controlled psilocybin thing where there's like therapists there who sit with them while they do shrooms and it's for people who've dealt with like trauma and people seem to at least you know deal with it and at least they talk positively about it um when they do stress and anxiety they do like cold exposure or they do like you know controlled breathing um i'm intrigued i'm gonna keep watching it's you know maybe we'll get the vagina candle episode (laughs) uh i'm hopeful you know i i don't prescribe to memes very much and i definitely think trying to describe a meme you're always gonna fail but I think I can do this without even fully describing it. My favorite thing that came after the vagina sin catalog was someone made a seven based meme around that. Imagine that meme in your head. It's that meme. And it's hilarious. <laughs> it's from it's the what's in the box yeah, scene. That's very applicable. Yeah. Uh, and finally, I watched the first season of Star Wars Resistance. And uh, I got to talk a little bit about Star Wars mm-hmm. Resistance. So, one, I will say what I like. I like the the animation style. It's kind of like a cel-shaded anime type mm-hmm. thing. I like the premise, this idea of a, like, um, hotshot pilot being recruited by the Resistance and becomes, like, a spy. Um, all of that's very interesting. What's r- really the problem with this show, and it's so hard not to compare it to Rebels or Clone Wars, because that's what we've already had in the animated world, but two, because I just watched them. Um is that, number one, Dave Filoni, not really involved with Resistance. It was his idea, but he's not really involved in the writing room. He doesn't really direct yeah. the episodes. He he kind of, like, pitched this thing and then turned his attention to Mandalorian. And, you know, I, there's this, like, famous quote about Clone Wars by Jet Lucas, George's son, which is that Clone Wars is for Star, is Star Wars for people who are tired of talking about Star Wars. It's just a bunch of, like, random stories in the Star Wars universe that George Lucas always wanted to tell, Mm -hmm. but didn't fit in with what the audience wanted to see in the Star Wars movies. Right. And so Dave Filoni and him basically teamed up and said, how can we do this and make it still feel like Star Wars at large? So they take minor characters like Bosk, Aura Singh, uh, even Jango and Boba, and they make them central characters and they craft stories around them. Right. 
there's nothing to do with that. There's nothing to go off in Resistance. I think because the sequel trilogy is so nostalgia heavy that, you know, the closest thing that ties into it is like the whatever species Uncar Plut is in Force Awakens. There's another one of those in this. Like, there's just not the connect. Like, I think a lot about the Mortis arc being a perfect example right. of something that stands. Like if you showed me that and showed me Luke Han and Leia, I would tell you they don't exist in the same universe. They're t- so totally different, right. but including like Shmi Skywalker and Darth Vader in the, in the Mortis arc episodes mm. that connects it to everything happening at large. There's nothing like that going on in resistance. Well, I tell you why I never tried to watch this, you know, like clone wars and rebels both felt like they were part of the plan. Yeah. Even if they weren't, they felt like it. At this at the point when this premiered, I'd started to get the vibe that in the new trilogy there wasn't really a plan. Mm-hmm. So how could this be part of the plan? Yeah, it doesn't And that connect. sounds exactly yeah. like what you're describing. I mean, if you're a big fan of Phasma, Poe, and BB eight, you'll probably like this right. show. Honestly, that's my three least favorite parts of the new trilogy. Mm-hmm. So like it's, what did BB-8 do to you? I love BB-8. Yeah. I BB-8's fine, but <laughs> BB-8's sidelines are too pretty heavily. Um, it just like, I don't know. It just feels lacking. Um, I'll watch the last season when it comes out on Disney+, Plus, but uh, it, I'm going to go worse than Transformers. I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely, because when I saw the animation style, I really liked that. It reminds yeah. me of like, it Remember felt Liquid very, Television? Yeah, it felt very yeah. like familiar. But yeah, something about it just felt like this isn't going to really count, and it sounds like that's exactly what yeah. it was. So that's it. Fair enough. Next week, uh, we're, we're again, we're two weeks out from the Oscars, uh, so we got one more. None of us watch Gentlemen? No. Like, crazy. I, I'm Guy Ritchie stock has fallen. I'm now, I, I can't wait to watch it. I, I just, yeah, was out of town this weekend, so I didn't get to. I'm, My grandma watched it. It was great. I am now only two movies away from having seen all Best Picture winners, and I'm determined to fucking see the two I'm, of them before which one you I'm left. closer than you. I, I got uh, 1917 and Little Women. Those are the two I think I have. Yeah. I got Parasite and Marriage Story. It's going to be harder for you to see Parasite, though. We I have can it. See, oh, fuck. We just got Marriage it. Marriage Story, you got to go home and watch tonight. I know. It's just... It's so sad and depressing. Yeah, I can't fair. make myself do it. Uh, so anyway. Yeah, I'll, I'll say this after. <laughs> we're, we're, we're two weeks out from Oscars. We're going to do one more topic episode next week and then uh, an a Oscars breakdown and, and uh, an analysis the week after. So join us uh, next week for that. Thank you guys for listening. Please rate and subscribe and tell your friends about the podcast. It's the best way to get new listeners and expand our fan base. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you uh, want to get in touch with us and tell us how you feel about the crisis on infinite earths or any of the CW shows, or if you watch Smallville, tell us about Smallville. If you've uh, watched one of these, give us a, give us a shout. You can, yeah, re- if we're completely wrong about this, <laughs> tell us why. Oh, I want to know. Yeah, you, absolutely. You, you can reach us at real phonies, gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at real phonies and on Instagram at real underscore phonies. Thanks to Zach Evans for art and Brian Velasquez for our theme. We'll see you guys next week. Later. Peace.